Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine and I am your host today reading uh, from 1 Corinthians chapter 11. This is episode 29.4. So welcome and thank you for joining me and I'm glad that you're able to take time out of your day, whatever time it is, morning, noon, or night, uh, to be able to dive in and get a little bit more from uh, a little closer to God and get a little bit more insight as to who he is. So um, uh, I have to be honest, again, I'm reading through this and I'm not quite sure. I didn't really highlight anything until, well, halfway into it. So I'm going to try to read it and see maybe God gives me something else as I'm reading it. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I don't want to say anything or, you know, lead anybody down the wrong path with this. So uh, if anybody has better insight into this chapter than I do, that's great. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I'm going to pray and, uh, and we'll start uh, reading uh, chapter 11. So, <clears throat> holy God, heavenly father, we just thank you for this um, time in your word. We love you so much and we're so thankful for all that you do for us and you provided this uh, instruction book for us to live by and we're so grateful that we don't have to do this on our own. We are also so thankful for the gift of your son Jesus and we're uh, thankful that he uh, shed his blood for us. Um, he put his life on the line for us and he shed perfect blood for us to cover all of our sins. So Lord, we're just so thankful for that. Uh, Lord, uh, bless this time, anoint it as we dive into your word and read one more chapter and try to understand what it is that you want us to understand. Uh, Lord, guide and direct us in everything we do, everything we say. I pray blessings over every person out there who's listening. Watch over them, protect them, keep them healthy, keep them safe. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> All right, let's dive in to chapter 11. So he's instructing, uh, his instructions for public worship is what it says here. I am so glad that you always keep me in your thoughts and that you are following the teachings I pass on to you. But there is one thing I want you to know. The head of every man is Christ. The head of every woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. A man dishonors his head if he covers his head while praying or prophesying. But a woman dishonors her head if she prays or prophesies without a covering on her head, for this is the same, the same as shaving her head. Yes, if she refuses to wear a head covering, she should cut off all her hair. But since it is shameful for a woman to have her hair cut or her head shaved, she should wear a covering. A man should not wear anything on his head when worshiping for God, I'm sorry, for man is made in God's image and reflects God's glory. And woman reflects man's glory. For the first man didn't come from woman, but the first woman came from man. And man was not made for woman, but woman was made for man. For this reason, and because the angels are watching, a woman should wear a covering on her head to show she is under authority. 
But among the Lord's people, women are not independent of men, and men are not independent of women. For although the first woman came from man, every other man was born from a woman, and everything comes from God. Judge for yourselves, is it right for a woman to pray to God in public without covering her head? Isn't it obvious that it's disgraceful for a man to have long hair? <clears throat> and isn't long hair a woman's pride and joy? For it has been given to her as a covering. But if anyone wants to argue about this, I simply say that we have no other custom than this, and neither do God's other churches. Uh, order at the Lord's Supper. But in the following instructions, I cannot praise you, for it sounds as if more harm than good is done when you meet together. First, I hear that there are divisions among you when you meet as a church, and to some extent I believe it. But of course there must be divisions among you so that you have God's approval, so that you who have God's approval will be recognized. When you meet together, you are not really interested in the Lord's Supper. For some of you hurry to eat your own meal without sharing it with others. As a result, some go hungry while others get drunk. What? Don't you have your own homes for eating and drinking? Or do you really want to disgrace God's church and shame the poor? What am I supposed to say? Do you want me to praise you? Well, I certainly will not praise you for this. For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. So anyone who eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord unworthily is guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. That is why you should examine yourself before eating the bread and drinking the cup. For if you eat the bread or drink the cup without honoring the body of Christ, you are eating and drinking God's judgment upon yourself. That is why many of you are weak and sick and some have died. But if we would examine ourselves, we would not be judged by God in this way. Yet, when we are judged by the Lord, we are being disciplined so that we will not be condemned along with the world. So, my dear brothers and sisters, when you gather for the Lord's Supper, wait for each other. If you are really hungry, eat at, a home, eat at home so you won't bring judgment upon yourselves when you meet together. I'll give you instructions about the other matters after I arrive. <clears throat> All right, so uh, the first section I kind of had difficulty with. Um, not quite sure what Paul was saying here. Um, honestly, I, I, I'm at a loss. So what I was getting at, at between 8 and 9 uh, when he's talking about the first man didn't come from woman, but the first woman came from man, and man was not made for woman, but woman was made for man. For this reason, and because the angels are watching, a woman should never wear a covering on her head to show she is under to show she is under authority. You know, uh, 
women, you know, Adam was made first, then woman was made from his rib. Um, and so, uh, you know, like it says, women were made to be a companion for men. Um, but among the Lord's people, women are not independent of men, and men are not independent of women. <clears throat> for although first when women came from man, every other man was born from a woman, and everything comes from God. So, I'm not quite sure. So, if anybody out there has some insight as to what this first section of this chapter is about, uh, I, I'm always more willing to learn. So, I'm, you know, literally just reading this out loud. <clears throat> then it goes on into um, the Lord's Supper. And what I'm understanding from this is that I guess the Corinthians were showing up for the Lord's Supper hungry and looking for a meal that's what is, I'm getting from this and he's saying don't do that you know eat before you come because you know you want to be partaking in the Lord's Supper to honor Jesus not because you want to have a meal that's what I'm understanding from this so you know um, I, I don't know any other explanation for what he's trying to say here so um, and he says it he says uh, so anyone who eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord unworthily is guilty of sinning against God, the body and the blood of the Lord. That is why you should examine yourself before eating the bread and drinking the cup. So I know that uh, when I was growing up in the Catholic Church, they would make you go to confession on Saturdays and be absolved of all your sins through the priest so that you can go to church on Sunday and be uh and be able to partake in the in the communion and the and the and the wine. So uh, that's what I feel like this is talking about. Um, maybe maybe not. If somebody has any information about that, feel free to make a comment on Facebook, or you can send an email to me, and I'll be happy to read it out loud uh, at Lorraine uh, Lorraine at uh, leapoffaithpodcast.org. So please enlighten me because I would love to hear it so um, so that's it for chapter 11 and it was kind of short um, I'm going to close this out by you know uh, inviting you to accept Jesus into your hearts and uh, and then I'm going to do a second one so I'll be wearing the same shirt so don't be surprised um, so if you haven't made a choice uh, to follow Jesus uh, this is your moment that you can I will always give you that opportunity I hope that uh, if you haven't that you will uh, like to say a prayer with us. If you already are a believer, um, feel free to say it with us and, uh, and just reaffirm your faith. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, Holy God, I, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only Son, Jesus. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior, and I'll live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation, in Jesus' name, amen. If you said that for the first time, congratulations, and welcome into the Brotherhood and Sisterhood of Christ. Um, I And Jeremiah is right there with me. Uh, we uh, strongly suggest that you um, follow up 
with somebody who can help you guide to the next step, uh, answer any questions you might have, get to a church, get to a pastor, um, and uh, start living your life for Christ. So uh, that's it for today, short and sweet. And uh, I'm just so glad that you were here today joining me. Thank you so much. Uh, God bless you. Have a great morning, uh, evening, afternoon, whatever time it is. So, and I'll see you tomorrow.